I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. This week on a very special edition of the Lords of Grantham podcast, we will be drinking official Downton Abbey tea, and we made scones from the official Downton Abbey scone mix. Uh, we will be eating that live and answering some uh, fan mail uh, during this podcast. We're back. All right. So uh, we we got a box of tea, and we got a box of the scone mix. You, you ordered it, Dave. Yes, I did from Amazon. So it was shipped from the U.S., not from uh, England? No, this is uh, Republic of Tea is the company that makes this, the leading purveyor of premium teas. Oh, okay. And as we said uh, a few episodes ago, when, when our friend Estelle recommended that we drink tea we said that neither of us are tea aficionados no no i tried drinking tea during the last episode it went okay uh i yeah. don't i don't know if it changed much about me uh but um it, it would it went well well guess <laughs> what we have six teas to drink today oh my gosh not one not two not three not four not five <laughs> going but all in six so uh just right out the gate uh, i would like to formally apologize to anyone who thinks i sound sick but it's because i am sick that's that Stay away from me. Yeah, that's what we are. We have used 12 mugs today because this Downton tea sampler has six teas. I thought it might be easy to share, but for Corey's sake, I'm not sharing. He's not sharing, and I would not recommend that. Yeah. So uh, let's just jump right into these teas. You want to just drink some tea? Yeah. Uh, the first one we have here is the uh, Grantham Breakfast Blend Black Tea. So this says, and, and there's a, a card that comes with this thing. This uh, tea sampler, which uh, we'll be giving away to one lucky viewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener. Listener, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, yeah if you watch down there. If you're looking through the window right now, yeah. like Tom Branson. Yep. So this is the Grantham Breakfast Blend Black Tea. That's a lot of Bs. Breakfast Blend Black Tea. Organic Assam Black Tea and Organic Ginger Root. So, you know, it's cheers. Cheers. It smells uh, promising. Yeah, maybe this is... I mean, of all the episodes... That, to do while having a cold sampling tea might be the best one yeah that's a good one yeah taste yeah. the ginger very agreeable yeah this yeah. is going to be so boring <laughs> since we have terrible palates for tea i feel like this is like the quintessential like if i had to have tea that's what tea would taste like just very basic tea for my morning especially i'm sure that's what you need you know don't light the palate on fire in the morning this is um it's quaint yeah that's good. Would you like to dig into a scone right now? Yeah, let's do a let's do a scone. Okay. Uh, so Dave made the tea because I don't drink tea often, and he, he made all of that. Um, I baked the scones. Uh, I, I've baked a few things just here and there. Uh, this was not that hard though. The scones because they're similar to biscuits, where it just required uh, milk, butter, and flour, uh, and. It, just made them into little balls each and it went into the oven for 15 16 minutes and they came right out and uh it was pretty easy so we'll see how dave reacts to uh 
to my baking here. I, I, I tasted one. It seemed okay. So I'll see. We'll see what he has to, to say about this now. Now, do we want to do uh, scones with without the jam first? Yes. We have five more teas to drink, so I don't think eating anything will ruin our. So should I? Because we have like half pour. Should I finish the first black tea before we eat? Before we move on to the next one? Um, if you want to, if not, no big deal. Just put it down, put it aside. I'll, I'll knock it back. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna knock this one back because I don't have any. You're sick, man. You gotta drink as much as you can. I know, I do. And, and my band has a gig tonight, so I am going to need all the soothing my my throat can handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock it back. Oh man, that's a lot of tea. Okay, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Is a lot of tea. Um, upon chugging it, and it is still warm, it's still good. Yeah. All right, I'm hungry for a scone now. How, okay, they're biscuity. Yeah, how do you feel about the texture? I really also, if I don't, if, if to say that I don't like tea, or not that I don't like tea, to say that I'm unfamiliar with tea is, if that's true, mm-hmm. I don't have a clue about scones. Yeah, well, smell it. Mmm. Mmm. Smells like a biscuit. Yeah, a Downton Abbey biscuit. Mmm. Nothing more entertaining than hearing grown men eat scones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, as I said, it's very similar to a biscuit in its makeup in it, and in, and in terms of eating it, it's very similar to a biscuit. There's a slight, slight sweetness to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more cakey than a biscuit. Mm-hmm. So is this what Mrs. Patmore and Daisy are making people? I assume so. Yeah, this is like actually kind of lovely because it's like around we're recording around five p.m. Just our, you know our afternoon tea with uh, biscuits. Hmm. Wait, what's the next uh, tea we have on top? Uh, the next tea is B- Bates's Brambleberry Black Tea. I'm going up on the order of the list from down from uh, the Republic of Tea. So, what's a what's a Brambleberry Tea? So this is fine black tea, naturally berry, natural berry flavors, and blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, and blueberry bits. Why do you think they called? Well, we'll see why he called it Bates's. It smells very fruity. Whoa, that smells. That smells fruity. This, oh, is, yeah. this is John Bates's thing. Wow, that's really fruity. Yeah, this smells like smells like juice, like fruit juice. That, it tastes fruity. Um, it t- reminds me of something very specific, though. Find it. You can find it. Hmm. Oh no, it tastes literally like blackberries. That's in it. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I taste blueberry. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. It is blueberries. I'm dumb. It it, it is. Um... It has blackberry and blueberry. Okay, I just said that. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, you're zoning I'm, out, man. I'm, I'm just the trying... tea is making you high. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense of the flavor. I'm I'm just really keying in on that. But uh, okay, blackberry, blueberry. I... Why do you think they call it Bates's Brambleberry? Is it because he's a rambling man? He's a brambling man. He's a brambling man with his cane. Maybe. Uh, I, I wouldn't picture him more. I know he's not Irish, but more of a, a black and tan guy, considering that he served at a bar and everything. I, I think it'd be more beerish. Um, the tea for Bates, it would be something you know thicker. I mean, he's got to do something in the morning. Before we move on to our next tea, do we want to answer a, a fan question? Yeah, we discussed uh, our friend Estelle, who suggested that we drink the tea. Sent us a very lengthy message about uh, a lot of things that we discussed in the show. She said she binged our podcast. Man, wow. That's a lot of us. Yeah, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Well, we've been friends <laughs> no. for 25 years, so... Uh, uh, a lot of binging there, just get, knowing each other. There's a lot more to come. So, hmm. we briefly discussed the tea part, 
And let's just go through this message bit by bit because she has a lot of... She was excited to reach out. Yeah, she was very excited. And we appreciate that. You know, we asked for fan questions and comments and we have all of our friends and family and coworkers Mm -hmm. and whatnot that give us one sentence, which is fine. But then we have someone that we've never met that gave us this great lengthy message. So Mm -hmm. she said that she watched the show a couple years ago and she didn't fancy it when it was on TV. Lived near Highclere Castle as well, a place that we've discussed. And she, you know, little did she know that she could have visited Downton just like you. And she's living overseas. And Mm -hmm. this is a nice way to get a taste of England while living on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. We're not English. I guess I'm going to talk about the other side of the world. Get a taste of England from from two idiots that don't know a thing about I I have English in my blood. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I do. I'm I'm Irish, so I'm definitely on the uh, the (laughs) The side of the... Yeah, the Branson side of things. Uh, So... Thank you for that. That's the beginning. She Mm -hmm. says she loves our take on 20th century England. It's funny. Really Mm -hmm. interesting to hear what you know and what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Titanic was hilarious. Uh, It left from Southampton, stopped in France, and then headed for the U.S. We learned a bit about it in school, but not as much. It is a big deal in Southampton, seeing as so many ships' crews were from there. Um, I I was trying to think about this the other day because we've had this message sitting in our inbox for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, we really didn't get much history on the Titanic in school. Just a very surface level. I mean, when we were growing up, the movie Titanic was everywhere. The movie did come out when we were, what, 10? Nine. Uh, Nine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So giving you a perspective on our age. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're all just turning 30, but, uh, um, I think we had enough Titanic at that point. So if you wanted to find out about Titanic, you could have done it on your own because there was stuff everywhere covering it. Yeah. But Uh, the Titanic was not. It, we would we didn't know the history as much as it was sort of a hobby because of the movie. Yeah, I just knew it was a big ship with a lot of people. An iceberg. Yeah, yeah. I know we had some friends that uh, multiple friends that played some video game about the Titanic. Some what, sort oh, of Titanic uh, educational 2000? game or something about was, the Titanic. Wasn't there a Titanic that took place in the future in the? Video I don't games? remember. Yeah, uh, I remember I had some book about a water like a submarine, like a single man submarine that mm-hmm. you could take. Or rather, that was taken to uncover the treasures of the Titanic. Oh. And you, that was always more interesting to me than the... The, the treasure wasn't? The, the, the tragedy of the Titanic. Huh. Shows yeah. you where my child mind was at. I wanted to know about robots underwater more so than the death of all of these people. Yeah. Um, keeping going here, we learned a lot about World War One at school mm-hmm. in England. It was so interesting to me that you guys didn't know that much about it. To be fair, English school history classes don't cover much from U.S. bar the Cold War. The main thing I always took from it was that it was the bleakest of the bleak with pointless mass slaughter all around. Downton shows the world changing from old to new really well. And I think World War One is the catalyst. English soldiers were still going out to battle on horseback at the start of the war. Uh, uh, I mean, to that point, we're, we're a little ignorant of our history. Uh, not a history buff. You're a, you are, you're a history minor, right? In college? No, 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 no. I'm a political science minor with oh, a Middle Eastern okay. focus. Okay. <laughs> Some. Oh, my brother's a history major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't speak to history that well. But I, well, I do. I, uh, R.I.P. to Archduke Ferdinand, which set off World War One. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, because of the band. No, I just know that. He just, dude got assassinated in public. Like, there was like a big like event, and he just got shot. Okay. Um, no, say what you will. It's because of Take Me Out. That's the only reason you remember that name. 
Oh, really? Is that what it, wait, is that what it's about? No. The, the I just Ferdinand? think that all the people that are age that are Americans that don't know anything about history and always bring up Franz Ferdinand only bring up Franz Ferdinand because of the band. Oh, the song Take Me Out. I don't know if this I don't think the song Take Me Out is about <laughs> Duke Ferdinand being taken out. Uh I, also I don't remember much history discussion on World War 1 in history class. Trench warfare. Trench warfare and uh, mustard gas is all yeah, that I really remember. It was all about World War II and how America was so great in World War II. I was thinking my history class uh, memories are like ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, mm. ancient Rome. Then fast forward to Revolutionary War, Civil War. Yeah. And then fast forward to... World War II. World War II. And then like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. And that's all I really remember. And the, Vietnam a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little Vietnam. Yeah. But... That that's a that's a brief uh, course on American history there, or uh, <laughs> what thirty year old men remember no. from elementary, elementary and middle school? <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, you want to try another tea? We still have some more. We have a lot more observations. All right, let me, let me from, knock this one back. Yeah, down the hatch. This is a lot of tea. Oh my gosh! All right, it was like a drinking contest. Yeah. <laughs> How much tea can we drink? Wait, the next one up is Pat Moore's pudding black tea. Yes. Was she blind when making this? Does she know what she put in this uh, tea? Um, I don't know if the Republic of Tea adhered to the narrative of Downton when making their mm-hmm. blends. You wonder, did a house like uh, Downton have its own signature blends of tea? That would make sense. Maybe. I'm uh, smelling this from here. Yeah, I mean, the best Ooh, part of... Man, it smells like pudding. It smells like caramel. Yeah. Okay, so what is in this tea? Black tea, sweet blackberry... Leaves, carob bits, natural caramel, and vanilla flavor. That smells good. So Patmore's pudding black tea. Yes. All right. The best part of waking waking up is Patmore in your cup. That's very smooth considering it has a very, like, candy smell. You find it smooth? Hearty to me. Hearty? Like a hearty tea? Yeah, I feel like I'm drinking oatmeal. Oh, that's thick. Oh man, that, that's a thick. That's a thick. That's a that's a Bates type of drink. I think that's the. It has caramel in it. You think John Bates is drinking caramel tea? He's drinking something thick in the morning. I think to to just stiffen himself up. Um, uh, did you say Anna? <laughs> did you exhale? Yeah, Anna? I just exhaled Anna. <laughs> oh man, do you want to put some of this jam on your? Uh... Yeah, I haven't finished my scone yet. Oh, okay, we so we have. Uh, this is not Down Abbey at all, but. Is it Cracker Barrel Jam? Uh, no. I forget where I got this. Bon... Did I get this from somewhere? Uh, my mom had a spare little thing. I think I got this of, of jam, of raspberries jam to put on the scones. All right. To give it some flavor. It's, I think it's very much American. But, I mean, you got to have some jelly or jam to go with scones. I'm very... This tea is... is I'm very curious about how this tea is working. Yeah. It's interesting because it is like caramel you don't associate with something like a flavor in water. No. I associate caramel with like a thick drizzle. I am not enjoying this. Oh my God. Patmore, is it surprising that we don't enjoy something that Patmore did? No. I mean, it is kind of surprising because she's the head chef. I like Patmore. I feel like she, she takes a lot of pride in her work. I think she'd do a good job. So I'm... this is disappointing. Is it? But this is what her name is on. Yeah. It's not, it's not the day of the week I drink Patmore. Where's the what? Da- where, where, where's the daisy blend? I want the daisy. Do we have a daisy one? We don't have a daisy blend. That's some. That's, or maybe this is the cup that uh, Daisy messed up on. Yeah, this was a plaster dust. Yeah, 
Alright, so continuing on with Estelle's comment. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. Being in service as a job would have been way more respectable than working as a, in a pub. Uh, education wasn't really shaped up in England. So for girls, that was the real step up in the world. If they didn't have marriage prospects, the job came with a home, too, so it was very appealing. Mm-hmm. Her nana, who died just shy of 100, was was in service in her younger days. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was, uh, you know, one of these people. Yeah. No. That, all respect to the nana. Yeah. Uh, class. You know where you stand class-wise from a young age. Even nowadays, it's not particularly spoken about, but it is certainly ingrained in society. Where you are from, your school, your accent, it all adds up. And even today, it can affect your future. Now, this could be more of a subconscious thing. But even if you climb up the ladder, you never truly belong on your new rung, so to speak. Don't underestimate the snobbery of the upper class. They would have believed they were better than everyone else, even if they didn't show it. You feel class divides now. You displayed it back then. Mm. So Richard Carlyle must have not have been very popular because he was doom money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he self-made man. Hmm. This is good with the jam. Yeah? <laughs> Say that again without your mouth full. This was good without the jam. Or with the jam. Nice. All yeah. right. Almost to the end of this. Yeah. Snuffbox. <laughs> I couldn't believe you never heard of them. I've never seen one. And I would picture maybe Scrooge using one. Yeah. But it's a common thing to just know about. Similar to chewing cigars. These are all things my mom said to me. Like, you didn't know what a frock was? You didn't know what a snuff box was? And I was like, Ma, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't educate this to me when I was younger. Um, just me being ignorant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Apologies to everyone out there. I'm, I'm much wiser now, having done this podcast slightly. Yeah, all of the important things in life, like snuff boxes and frock. Drinking tea. My God, this tea is... I can't wait to finish this tea. It is. I'm not enjoying it. It's a little tough. Well, that just about finishes up everything with Estelle. Yeah. Thank you again for writing in. Yeah. Uh, and your suggestion to drink tea during the podcast. We're, we're doing it. Hopefully, we're making you proud. And uh, she did also recommend a television show. Oh, yeah. So she wrote on our Facebook page recommending a show called Country House Rescue. And it shows houses like High Clear that are in disrepair and have sort of deteriorated from generation to generation and... A host comes up with ways to monetize them. So like a like a restaurant rescue. Yeah, like, well, there's a show in America still called Bar Rescue. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? John. John. Oh, geez. I don't watch Bar Rescue. Oh, you no. don't watch Bar. John Taffer. Okay. He is. Uh, he's the greatest human. Does he host uh, the Countryside Rescue or whatever? Estelle, we're going to recommend that you go on YouTube and search for the best of John Taffer from Bar Rescue. <laughs> I need to watch this as well. Oh, you've never have you ever seen Bar Rescue? I think it was on a bar while I was there, but I didn't actually watch he it. He is he is like Gordon Ramsay of Gordon Ramsay was like a real dumb person. Okay, okay. And and I know John Taffer's not dumb, but he's definitely a lot less uh, put together than uh, Gordon Ramsay. All right, well, well we'll watch that episode of the Countryside thing. Yeah, if there well it doesn't say that there's one about High Clear, but if there's shows in general, I mean. You think PBS and Julian Fellows, they definitely helped High Clear stay relevant. I mean, you wouldn't have gone there if it wasn't for Downing. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I wouldn't even know it existed. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, All right. On to the next tea. Yeah. Finishing this one. All right. Now, give me give me the lowdown on what this tea is exactly. All right. Downing Christmas black tea. <sighs> Fine black tea. Cinnamon. 
Natural flavors, cloves, licorice root, and apple bits. You do tell me this is uh this is all those things in here because it smells punch. Oh, it smells like um uh, smells like Christmas. It smells straight up like cinnamon. Like it smells like a like a I'm about to drink a fireball shot, but there's not gonna be any whiskey in here. Oh boy. Woo. I, I, I like it more than Pat Moore. This is definitely more of a the cinnamon. It does have that sort of fireball cinnamon gum. Yeah. It smells stronger than it tastes. It I smells think. like Christmas. It smells like a, a Christmas candle. Wait, what does Christmas smell like to you? Fine black tea. That's what cinnamon. It like <laughs> natural flavors, cloves, licorice root, and apple bits. See, well, Christmas to me smells like an, a Chinese restaurant because that's why I go every year. It smells like General Sal. Yeah, yeah. This does not smell like Christmas to me. It smells like cinnamon. It smells like a fireball whiskey. It really does, and it has that sort of cinnamon bite. Yeah, I'm, I am enjoying it right now. My throat is enjoying it. We got another question though from a fan, right? Uh, from a Kevin, right? Yeah, from our attorney. Our yeah, our legal counsel. I feel like we can't give him the prize pack without it being a conflict of interest. But yeah. we can answer his question on the air. We can ask him legally if it's a conflict. Yeah, conflict he'll of write interest. up a contract that makes it legal for him to receive our. Mm-hmm. Uh, or our gift. Yeah. The question was, uh, who is the most underrated character on Downton Abbey? Hmm. That's a that's a loaded question. Dave, do you have one on top of mind or no? Not on the top of my head. My mind goes to Mosley. I do feel like one thing that we do, you know, like I feel like with this kind of analysis of the podcast, we kind of cover. Every, I don't think underrated is an option for us. Well, I mean, well, in terms of the the rankings, I guess that would be what we consulted in terms of uh, underrated. So yeah, would that be like like Richard Carlyle? I think would make the most sense. He, well, he's overrated. Overrated. We put he wound up on the top three of the whole first two seasons. Yeah, that's overrated. The guy is a minor character. I mean, he's a character. But he's hated. He's maligned, and we have turned on him so hard watching this second season again. Right, but like. I, that would put him as overrated because in the grand scheme of things, how much does he factor into the show? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think we're a little overrated, at least on Carlisle. But I think I'm just going to Mosley because he's not in every episode, but when he shows up, I'm so glad that Mosley is there. Uh, to get but maybe not for the right reasons. Oh, but he's just so funny to be put upon. I, I just I, I, I enjoy every story with him. I think, you know, maybe a hot take, but I think at this point in the show, Edith is a little underrated. Huh? Edith? Edith. She's not great. Oh, no. She's a, she's a crawly, and she doesn't get enough, and, and all her plots are interesting, even if they're annoying. Every plot of hers is either doing something that pisses everyone off, or like, we don't show Edith enough love. She's underrated. They're telling us she's underrated. I don't want to be told that she's okay, like, not appreciated okay. enough. Okay, so that's fair. Uh, yeah. Mos- Mosley is a good choice. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? I think maybe Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Because she has, you know, she's kind of just tried and true maternal downstairs. Yeah, that's true. I do love how much Isabel gets under Cora's skin. <laughs> I do, I do like those little moments. Like I, I, I the first go around, I didn't think much of Isabel because she's always just on the sidelines. But I just love her little fighting with Cora. Like <laughs> it's a, it's a good rivalry. Underrated. Yeah. Oh, guess what? I'm looking at our Twitter feed right now. Estelle. <laughs> Jeez, Estelle, you are like our best friend. Mm-hmm. Hit up uh, Yorkshire Tea, and they responded. They said they're the brew to try. Our U.S. distributor may be able to 
find handy stockist nearby. Wait, cool. for what? Explain that. Yorkshire Tea. Estelle mm. said, U.S. Downton Abbey podcast, Lord of the Grantham, are new to tea. They need a taste of real English brew. Yorkshire Tea, can you help? And, and they said, we're definitely the brew to try. And our U.S. distributor, brandsofbritain.com, mm-hmm. not a sponsor, neither is Yorkshire Tea, may be able to find a handy stockist nearby. I know there's some European stores around here. I always feel weird going into like ethnic stores, even if it is Europe. Yeah. But maybe that'll be a a, a stop sometime before we record again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna finish the cinnamon tea. Yeah, uh, we've gotten you know some uh, some interactions on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, not necessarily questions. Um, I recently posted a photo of uh, of Bates and Anna in bed, and uh, my mom said I I didn't need to see that. Like it, it it's a nice moment, but my mom isn't uh, a fan of seeing. Uh, Bates there with a with his shirt off in, in bed with Anna, um. It, it's out there. I, I I our post of it. We we say remember when An- Anna and Bates consummated their marriage? Did anyone hear them referring to the podcast episode that it was? Um, Shakita Shakir, uh, she she commented it was a really nice scene, and then, yeah, it was a, a nice scene, and we made it I guess slightly perverse, or I made it perverse in my in our conversation of it. So, um, apologies for taking the conversation in that direction for uh, the Anna and Bates lovemaking scene. Yeah, uh, well, you know. Yeah. We broke it down. We, we call it as we see it. Very much so. Okay, number number four is down. Yeah. Number five is the English Rose Herb Tea. Oh, my gosh. There's cinnamon sitting at the bottom of that. <coughs> huh. Wait, what is this? English Rose Herb Tea. Nigerian hibiscus. Mm-hmm. Uh, rose bip peels apples stevia natural raspberry natural rose and vanilla flavors and rose petals i have a feeling i'm not gonna like this i don't like floral things who came up with this this has nothing to do with the show this is english rose herb tea smells good the english came up with it smells like um strawberry uh jolly rancher oh man you're right absolutely oh man that's got flavor that's got juice that's good that's really good oh yeah wow that's that is juicy. It tastes like apple juice. It's juicy. I like it. I like it a lot. Nah, it doesn't taste like apple juice. It tastes like a Jolly Rancher. I like it. Yeah, it hits your. It has an, an immediate like pow. Yeah, yeah. All but, right. You wonder if that's what Lord Grantham is drinking. Oh, he, he kicks him, gets him up in the morning. Uh, currently uh, on Instagram, one of the people I follow, this is us da. They're they're a Down Abbey fan. They're having a, a couple's elimination on there, and. Uh, they're they're asking among the couples that are left who to eliminate. They had Anna and Bates, Banna, uh, Carson and Miss Hughes, Chelsea. Uh, spoiler alert! On that. They're, I don't know. They're 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 together ish. Um, Tom and Sybil, Tibble, Edith. And are they putting these names on them? Yeah, yeah. And then Edith and someone else uh, to be named. Uh, so, anyways, a lot of people were motioning to either eliminate Anna and Bates. Or Edith and her significant other. No one commented this, but I motioned that Tom and Sybil should be eliminated from their their couple's power uh, thing for elimination. Uh, I would immediately say Edith, <laughs> just because she doesn't. And deserve... I just said she's the most under one of the most underrated characters in the show so far. Well, this is us. Da responded with a shocked face uh, emoji, uh, and I just reasoned that Branson has been creepy and with forcing uh, Sybil to tell her, you know. 
Yeah, little does does this account know that we are rewatching and trying to avoid spoilers, even though we may have just spoiled something. I hope they're watching. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Branson is uh, he's telling her that he she loves him, and you can't do that to someone. So, anyways, that's why they should be eliminated from that couples challenge. Wow, mm. just let that let that marinate. Yeah, let that sit with you. I'm like, I don't know if I can drink all this tea. We, we only one. have one left. It's <sighs> a lot. It's a lot. Um, uh, uh, elsewhere uh, at work, uh, some of my co-worker, coworkers have listened in because I've just been chiming in like, oh, yeah, Down Abbey podcast. I do one. Go, go figure. Um, and they're like, why are you doing it? And I was like, what? that is one thing that I always get. Yeah. It, because but, most of my coworker friends are either like women mm-hmm. who think that like little the spoiler alert. We don't like live Downton. Yeah. We're not those guys that like Downton that, you know, like we're not wearing T-shirts and whatnot we're we're fans yeah we're normal yeah. fans yeah so we don't appear as downton fans so i think people are oftentimes in our real lives like why this and they also ask isn't that show off the air and yes, yes it is yes to i i got uh, i what is downton abbey from some co-workers really yep wow tell them to watch yeah tell yeah. them to watch and listen yeah uh but the one thing they're asking is like why why the music at the beginning of the episodes uh well, that's my department yeah um when we first started the podcast, uh, f- very interesting. There's a very interesting timeline to this podcast that we really haven't discussed. Yeah, and I guess you know we're so far into it that we can actually open up about how this happened. Mm-hmm. We'd always been talking about different podcasts dating back to like 2008 in this group of friends. Yeah, with the, because uh, we were all kind of jumping on the like Kevin Smith, Ricky Gervais bandwagon when that started in the the mm-hmm. mid 2000s, and. I think, like, I, I have a distinct memory of moving our friend, Kevin, yeah, from his parents' house to his first apartment in Rocky Hill, mm-hmm. and his brother's girlfriend, who is now his brother's wife, we were talking about Downton Abbey, and she's like, wait, you guys watch Downton Abbey? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Were you there for I, that? I, I was there. I don't remember this conversation. And I just remember being like, wait a minute, it's, it's novel that we watch Downton Abbey? Yeah. And... That kind of stuck with me, and like we said in that first episode of the podcast, like it keeps coming back in memes and bits in our group of friends. So, I mean, honestly, during its first run, there were so many times where I wanted to stop watching because I was like, I don't know, this show is just, I don't know. But then, you know, everyone else in the group watched it, so I kept going, and here we are. Yeah, we kept referencing it, but around like I think early 2017, definitely in 2016, mid 2016, there was talk of us doing this as a podcast. Yeah, we had like two or three other friends that wanted to do it, but sorry. Dave and I are very committed to this, Uh, but it came up again early last year, and then after months of just assembling equipment and stuff to try and make this a reality, we recorded recorded the first three in August of last year. Beginning of August of last year, because we had to re-edit the beginning (laughs) of episode one, because in the intro we said, like, it's a hot summer day in Connecticut. Not and we movie. released it on New Year's Day of yeah. this year, 2018. <laughs> it was a hot day, that New Year's Day. I don't know exactly why it took so long. I think I it was think just, just motivation and stuff like that. We had to find the, the busy, groove. Yeah. Busy autumn. Lives. Just trying to yeah find a time for this. And yeah, so uh, we, we have, uh, in the true spirit of, of being Kevin Smith fans, we have lost track of the original comment, which is the music. Um, when we started it, 
I didn't even want to use any sort of classical music. I wanted it to be all very jarring because, yeah. like I said, we are not the target audience. So I think it would be funny mm-hmm. if every episode of this podcast about a show about like 1920s English people started with like a Pantera song. <laughs> and I thought that would be funny. And uh, you and Kevin on our, we were taking a road trip listening to rough edits. We're like, no, yeah. it's got to have like old music. Yeah, yeah. So we found a compromise where we start with some old music and old music. We start with some more traditional Britishy music and then go mm-hmm. to. Some song that generally fits the theme of the episode. Yeah. So if you watch Downton Abbey and you know what you're getting into with the episode, you should know the song pertains to some aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Do we want to jump to this last two? <sighs> Man, I have a little bit left of this. <laughs> you don't have to finish it. No, I have to. I have to finish this. This is... Oh. All right. You finish it. I'm going to get the tea ready. So you can just talk on the dead air. <coughs> okay. Done. 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 All right. Ready, ready for the last one. I feel like there's one other thing I'm forgetting about that I wanted to discuss. Oh, uh, so Rose uh, Leslie, uh, the redhead from season one of Downton Abbey who wants to be a writer, she just got married to Kit Harrington. Uh, congratulations to her and him getting married. Uh, I saw reports of uh, the Game of Thrones cast being there at the wedding. I did not see any Downton Abbey cast members at the wedding. Wow. Well, I mean, they're both from Game of Thrones. Only one of them is from Downton Abbey. Right. But so you think like- she would have invited Julian Fallows? You'd think, giving her a start and everything. And then you got pictures of Peter Dinklage, who doesn't even look like he wants to be there. Why not have Julian there? Why not? You know not? who would want to be there? Who? Oh, Sybil. Hugh. Hugh Bonneville. No. No, it'd be, it would be Sybil, because she helped her on her way. It'd be... The uh, character? Jessica <laughs> Finley Brown. Yeah, she would wow. be Wow, you know her full name? I guess that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know Do a lot you think, of these uh, actors' names. Hugh Bonneville, I mean, come on, yeah. Oh, what's his last tea now? This is the Lady Cora's Evening Herb Tea. And it has lemon balm, linden flavors, orange blossoms, chamomile, lavender, lavender flower, skull cap. Oh my god, this is pungent. Passion flower and valerian root. It smells like a flower. Is this the... This is... Well, I guess the, uh, the English rose herb tea and this are the only ones that aren't black teas. So we have four out of six black teas. Okay. I'm not excited about having this. This is going to put me down. This is fine. Little spice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have that in the evening, go ahead, Cora. I don't. I don't know about me. This uh, is a Bates tea. Has a little bite. Hmm. It tastes a little bit like a bite. Yeah, I could see him eating a, a biscuit with this. A biscuit or a scone. Whichever a, a, a crumpet. Well, he's in America. That's the show. Let's watch John Bates in 2018 at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most American of all restaurants, the Cracker Barrel, and John Bates. Is there any other questions, Dave? Did we get any from um, anyone? Let's see. I think we may have had one. No. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Well, you know. All right. How about this? So the, the wedding just happened with Rose Leslie and, and Kit Harrington. At your hypothetical wedding one day, Dave, when when you're marrying your longtime girlfriend, who do you want from the Downton Abbey cast to be there? Who would you want to be at your wedding? All of them. All of them? Yeah. Are they just standing in a line like they are on like the DVD covers and everything? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> I, not all of them, but O'Brien. Okay. And that's it. All of them can come. You're okay with like footing the bill for that? That'd be like footing the bill. They're all coming. They're giving gifts. 
But still, though, you know how expensive weddings are when you have that many people? You're inviting 40 people. That's the cast. I'll, I'll invite the primary cast. You know, I'll invite everyone from downstairs but O'Brien. Is Carlisle coming? Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to apologize to him for being rude. Okay. All right. Hmm. So we're, we're at the bottom of the last tee. Yeah. Is this a tea that we would buy again? This pack? Um, As non-tea drinkers, what stood out? Black tea, I, I like that it's middle of the road and just does its job. I don't know if I need the extra like punchiness or any like, extra flavor. I just need the tea. Yeah, the, the Grantham Breakfast Blend Black Tea might have been the most agreeable. Yeah. That was the first one that we had. I did enjoy the Brambleberry Black Tea, the Bates that, one. That actually may have been the tastiest. Um, d- this one is fine that we're drinking now. Yeah, I'm gonna say strong thumbs down on a full cup of the pudding tea. Yeah, Pat Moore. I'm sorry, that was disgusting. That was a very interesting. I'm, <laughs> you know, like I'm always fascinated at the ability to take something that is leaves and water and make it smell like pudding. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's science at work. Yeah, honorary mention. Yeah, that one. And the Christmas one was the same kind of thing. It's had a nice little aroma, but not great. Rose too strong. Yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, so, so let's just break this down. Yeah. Scone Mix is $11 on Amazon. Okay. Worth it? No, I mean, it's flour, egg, and milk. (laughs) If you want to make biscuits, you can make biscuits. You don't necessarily need Downton Abbey flour. It doesn't taste that special. Honestly, it's not worth 11 bucks. Go go get the, go to your local grocer and get the ingredients for cheap. So, uh, the Republic of Tea Downton Abbey six tea bag sampler gourmet collection of premium premium teas nine ninety nine for what we just drank yeah that's uh, that's worth it it's worth it worth it to try for ten bucks yeah that's a now lot. let's see I'm going I'm on Amazon right now you're getting six bags of tea there yeah I want to search these teas to see if we can get more tea not that I will order it but is there any alcohol um, alcohol from Downton Abbey I drink that so the the thirty six bags of the Pat Morris tea is twelve dollars that's Disgusting. Wait, the uh, hold hold on a, a tick. There's more teas. Wait, what? There's the estate blend Earl Grey black tea with vanilla. Wait, we have to drink more of these? No, but it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> oh. And the Republic of Tea Downton Abbey Butler's Pantry. Huh? Wow. I feel betrayed. And then there's the crown tea. Ugh. So this is all stuff you have to buy? Yeah. All right. All I right. mean, I don't... I, I'm not, I'm not going to spend $17 on this tea. That's how much they are. Yeah. And the... Well, it makes sense that these ones are more expensive than the black pudding tea, which has a 4.5 out of 250 ratings on Amazon. Mm. Let's read some reviews of this tea. I want to read some of these. What are people saying? This is not a 5-star tea. I'm, I'm a novice of tea, but this is not a 5-star tea. A very grown-up Christmas blend. Yeah. Mrs. Patmore's pudding tea, four four star. It's talking about the packaging, the tea bags. Get out of here. Not helpful. All right. Wait a second. Oh, is it sold out? What? There is Down Abbey wine out there. Down Abbey wine. Oh, if I know nothing, I know nothing about scones, tea, or wine. Well, there, there's a, a 2012 Chardonnay Down Abbey wine. Uh, I guess the Cabernet Sauvignon has sold out for 2017. Uh, this is all from DownAbbeyWine.com. 
There's a Downton Abbey Wine Chardonnay Duo. There's a four-pack. There's a 12-pack. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're going to be drinking some Chardonnay sometime, man. Yeah. And there's a lot of Downton, like, books. We have an unofficial Downton Abbey cookbook, tea at Downton, afternoon tea recipes from the unofficial guide to Downton, at home at High Clear, entertaining at the real Downton Abbey, Mm -hmm. uh, Edwardian cooking, the unofficial Downton Abbey cookbook, and that's free on Kindle Unlimited, um, Wit and wit, Wisdom of Downton Abbey, and A Year in the Life of Downton Abbey. There's a lot of like cheap Downton Abbey books. Oh, I think I could actually get this wine at the exhibit, maybe, if I go there. And uh, the exhibit got extended to September. All right. Well, my birthday's next week. Maybe we can just stop there and uh, collect some wine. <laughs> get some pictures with the Edith stuff. Yeah, we're just uncooked. I would absolutely go back and do it, because I feel like our... Our breakdown of the exhibition was a little bit uh, removed. It was a couple weeks removed. So you want to go again? I don't necessarily want to go spend that money to go again, but I would. Yeah. Maybe our our producers will, will foot the bill, or we'll get a corporate sponsor that'll foot the bill. Yeah, uh, the tea, the the tea house. Yeah. All right. So I mean, we tried all these teas. Yep. The sampler is worth nine ninety nine. If you're a, a novice, or maybe if you're an expert, it's it's better and you enjoy it more. If you have a more uh, refined palate of tea, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, is this the end of the contest? Is it? Oh yeah, I don't know. We we kept asking for comments for this episode. Okay. I mean, I think it goes without saying that Estelle, far and away, is going to be getting tea. Is our winner? Okay. Um, yeah. We no, will contact fair. you, and we will send you tea. I know you're not in England. I don't know where you are now. <laughs> we will find you, <laughs> and we will send you tea. Yeah, so uh, you can either get tea from us, or we'll we'll try to get you something Downton related. Thanks, uh, thanks to everybody for submitting questions and comments, and listening and reviewing. As always, find us on social media: the Instagram, the Twitter, the Gmail, the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, cheers! Some- Enjoy your tea. Yeah. <laughs>